so today, to continue the theme of new beginnings, I have a great guest, my best friend, not best friend, but one of my best friends is what I'm about to say. What? I, yeah. <laughs> I'll show it in a second. One of my best friends. I got a lot of them. Uh, two of them. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about new beginnings with my buddy Tyler Edick. And Tyler is the, let me see if I can get him up on screen. I need a, I need a producer. All right. Tyler Edick is the owner of TylerEdick.com, uh, CreateMarketing.com, and Savannah Real Estate Video. Uh, he produces some of the, some of the best videos he works for, you know, he's worked for, who have you worked for? Uh, Jay Leno, not Jay Leno, David Letterman in the past. Uh, he does amazing uh, real estate videos and all throughout Savannah. He is a real estate investor. And here we go. I'll just, I'll just show you now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've done a lot of cool stuff, man. And Thank I you. always you admire too. your work. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. So recently, you quit your nine to five and you went out on your own and started your own thing. Again, you've done it in the past, but you, you took some time off and just focused on, on working and building your skill set and meeting people in Savannah and moving to a new city. Uh, so so how does it feel to be the new Tyler Edick, you know, out on your own now? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm like three and a half weeks into it. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. But uh, it's been awesome so far. Uh yeah, I was working just a regular stable job uh, as a full-time videographer, which is great, and which is what a lot of people that I went to school with and that are in videography, that's like the most they could ever ask for is to have like a stable, decent paying job doing video. So to some people, it's pretty crazy to to take the leap and go out on, on my own, you know, but for me, it was kind of just a matter of time. And uh, when I was doing this the first time, uh, working kind of through grad school, even though I basically lived off loans, but my first time, <clears throat> my first little bout of entrepreneurship was uh, part-time and I was just kind of getting my feet wet, but I knew I didn't want to lay my roots down in New York because, uh, it's just too cold there. And I didn't want to commit to getting to know the business community and, um, <clears throat> and establishing a business and building a client base and a network. And so uh, it wasn't until after I had been in Savannah a couple of years where I got to know a lot of the players in town and uh, have kind of a team of of uh, other videographers and and you your, yourself with uh, the podcasting as well as video production that I was able to I was actually finally ready where I had the client base and the confidence and uh, had saved up enough money to take the leap of faith. And so far, it's been good. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. I, I like the way you did it. You know, I, I liked how you, because I'm the opposite. I just jump in. I don't really think about finances. I just, I'm not afraid to take a leap. Uh, you know, my wife hates that, but it's worked out for me so far, but I do like the way you did it. You know, you, you paid off the vast majority of debt, if not all of it, you had clients lined up before you jumped. Um, so like, what was the, what was the mindset to doing it that way rather than just listening to what experts say and taking the leap? Yeah. Um, well, I definitely didn't pay off all all my debt. That's for <laughs> sure. I uh, still have a lot of uh, student loans to get through. But um, I started by uh, 
just creating a spreadsheet of all the things I would need. So that included like a camp. I already had a decent computer workstation, thankfully, mm-hmm. but a new camera. I knew I need a gimbal for uh, walkthrough videos. <clears throat> I knew I need a drone. I knew I need certain lenses, but I, I went on like the lean startup model and I just, what's the bare minimum I need. And then you had already um, gotten, we had the, we had the Podbox one together and then we moved over to the Podbox Podbox two. And so we were kind of established here, which you were the one that took the leap of faith on getting us a, a a dedicated workspace. Mm -hmm. So then when you left, I thought, well, it doesn't really make sense to have um, a, a, a rent payment month to month starting out when I don't have business. Um, But it will make sense in like three months or whatever, or four months when I'm making money. So I can just yeah. eat the cost of rent for a couple months and then, you know, versus giving, giving it up and having to move everything out just so I can move back in when I'm actually cash flowing. So that was like a little bit of a, a risk and, uh, but it's worked out so far. I mean, um, I've been, profitable already in January and February. Um, So, so the next step is figuring out how to scale. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to scale when you have a, you know, when you offer a service, especially like videography, you know, so it's kind of hard to scale. It's not, not impossible, but it's not like having an app that you just need more users and marketing dollars, you know, totally. It's the first, I mean, it's pretty, um, pretty self-evident like i eventually i'll need an editor or editors and uh, a second shooter another another producer as well and then you and i are pretty like-minded so it'd be great to have like either an executive account manager or Mm -hmm. or like a business administrator or somebody to just basically dot all the i's and cross the t's so yeah yeah i need that as well i'm working towards it yeah uh yeah so yeah, and and you you mentioned that you know I took the risk, uh, for Podbox One, but you also helped a lot with it. You put a lot of time time and effort into building it up. Sweat equity, a lot of sweat equity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so recently you relaunched the Creative Truth Podcast, one we started together, what two years ago now? Yeah, coming up on two years. Yeah, two years ago, and you relaunched it because we we slacked off. I slacked off and stopped producing and editing the shows we're putting about. Uh, but also had a third child and it drove me crazy for a little while. Uh, anyway, so you recently relaunched it and you're doing interviews now with creative professionals from right now all over Savannah, but really all over the world because you have, you've interviewed, um, you know, some of your, your friends and associates from uh, all over the nation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got, I had one guest on in San Francisco. I have a guest uh, uh, next week from uh, San, Di- San Diego. I have a friend in Fort Wayne, Indiana that's coming on, Denver, Colorado, Charlotte, yourself. Nice. Um, and then I have some people from Atlanta and then a, a bunch of uh, artists and creative entrepreneurs from Savannah as well. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. And I, I, I know I've mentioned it to you, but for the um, before I even knew what a podcast was, I mean, I had heard of them, but I never listened to one. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this idea of starting a blog called Conversations with Creatives. And I had actually conducted an interview with uh, with my friend Alex in uh, San Diego back in 2015. And I was trying to, I had recorded the audio, 
via phone and then I was going to transcribe it and there was no uh, Temi back then. So, uh, or if there was like AI was not what it is now. Right. And uh, so I was just like, I'm going to have to transcribe this hour long phone call and that sounds miserable. So I just dropped the project. And so then when I met you and we were talking about the creative truth, I was like, Oh, I, I could just record the phone call and then put that up because people will listen. Yep. It's a podcast. So, um, so yeah, it's been awesome. It's been awesome learning from, from you and, uh, getting to know what kind of works and, and the longer form, you know, content people are, people have the attention span despite the, uh, popular belief. And uh, I then helped launch a um, podcast for my former employer, Visit Savannah, about Savannah, Georgia. It's called Savannah, Georgia, Anything But Ordinary. Nice. And um, and actually, they've contracted me to continue on producing that podcast. So I have, uh, I actually, pr- I produced that one. I'm not the host. And then I produced and I'm the host of The Creative Truth. But you are still the other half of The Creative Truth <laughs> whenever you're whenever you're available and your episode just dropped so yeah so yeah, creative truth is is it's been fun it's been i haven't made i haven't made any money there yet but it's been fun yeah it'll come it'll come what uh so what have you learned from from launching in and doing all the editing and production and uh interviewing yourself so i know that in one of the last so i have six episodes done and edited and loaded and ready to release and i know in one of them one of my guests um looks at their phone and they lose their train of thought mm. and i literally have tried to listen to all of them start to finish and i can't find it so mm. so i somewhere in one of the upcoming episodes my guest loses their train of thought and i was supposed to edit it out and i say like yeah i'll edit this out and then i'm i'm not going to it's just going to be in there <laughs> so but my approach is since i'm not making money um I'm just trying to streamline it as much as possible. And definitely um, at first, what I was doing was batching my uh, production, which is uh, advice from a guy that we met through the Savannah Podcast Network, yep. uh, Henrik Tugior. Yep. Yep. And uh, so shout out, Henrik, if you're watching. And uh, so that was, that was really good because I was able to crank out a lot of episodes. But something I noticed and I wouldn't have known this prior to trying it, is by my third interview of the day, I was a little burnt out on um, just talking and having questions ready to go and lined up and just being like presentable. So in that scenario, um, that particular episode, my energy level is a little down. And so, so learning how to kind of um, I mean, sometimes you have to fake it and put it on the showbiz baby, but, um, <clears throat> but I, I think what I'm going to do is just space out my recordings a little bit more. And then, um, the, per- the post-production I need to do more work on, but mostly in the back end of, um, distribution and marketing materials. Like I'm going to pull clips and create the audiograms and mm-hmm. little like teaser clips and s- still graphics with quotes and stuff. And uh, that stuff all takes time. So uh, yeah. I want to improve more, but it's I, rather than make it perfect, I'm just trying to get it up and get it out there. Yep. So. Yeah. And that, that's the goal, man, just just to do it. You know, a lot of times it's more so about consistency than the actual quality, <laughs> honestly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you, and you talked about like being burnt out. 
after batching a bunch of episodes and shows and stuff like that. Uh, one tip that I have is to like just get moving before the show. Like even before this episode, I I walked slash ran a mile on a treadmill, and then there's been other episodes where I have a big guest or somebody I'm excited about, and I'll make sure I do some push-ups or some sit-ups or just jumping jacks or something just to get the blood flowing. That way you're not so drained and your body, you know, is is more uh, attentive, you know. So yeah, that's something I need to get better about uh, is like just getting because I'll sit at my desk for like eight hours, you know, yeah. like yeah. I need to get up every two hours and do a little lap around outside. Least, that's yeah. good. that's really good advice. Yeah, yeah. that even um, even little things, you know, like getting getting a good night's sleep the night before, if you can, if possible, or drinking, drinking enough water the night before. Make sure you hydrate it. All that stuff helps the brain function a little bit better. And you're able to stay focused during an interview especially a long-form interview where it's like an hour long or more you know 45 minutes mm. to an hour you want to make sure that you're at least in the zone and those are just things that i do you know not eating a heavy breakfast or super heavy lunch so you don't have the so you don't have the itis you know dozing off beforehand it's all all that stuff yeah uh so so what are your you relaunched the podcast what are your goals with it what do you hope what do you hope comes from it well, I've, I'm really kind of falling in love with the podcasting um, business because, I mean, it is videography, um, but it's the thing is, as a host, you don't have to be the expert on a subject matter. Yeah. You're just an expert on extracting information from people that are the expert in their subject matter. So, you know, to benefit others and um, to share the knowledge that we all have within us. And a lot of people, you know, we talk about this all the time. People love to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and I'm good at you and I both have the gift of gab and mm -hmm. uh, we can make a conversation with anyone. And I'm just a genuinely, genuinely um, curious person. I'm a lifelong learner and I know a little about a lot, which is, part of what makes it easy to talk to people yep. um you know i'm not a car guy but i can be like oh yeah my family had a 54 chevy and like it wasn't until 52 that they started <laughs> splitting the curving the glass or whatever yeah. and like all the car guys like get their you know their dad boner and like oh yeah <laughs> so anyway uh with guests it's like my skill set is just getting them to open up and talk and, and doing that, I've really been enjoying telling these stories through my lens of the world and, um, you know, talking about why um, some things that you might not consider uh, as creative careers are actually, um, you know, took a creative route and a creative mindset to get there, you know, mm -hmm. because there's so many ways, even the term, photographer could mean so many things like it could be uh, a real estate photographer like me or a landscape photographer portrait photographer wedding photographer um lifestyle product i mean and all of those have architectural is different than real estate those are yeah. both buildings but they're it's a different business practice altogether yep. so um people people think oh i want to be a photographer it's like the creative truth is about helping people niche down and find success early on so they're not having to do everything I had to do to to reach a certain level of success. 
mm-hmm. or at least streamline that process, speed it up. And, uh, and that's going for like all different career paths. So, um, yeah, you can like, I- I'm in love with it and, uh, with podcasting and, I uh, would like to make money and get paid to, you know, get not, not get rich, but just make enough money to, um, cover the costs and the, my time and just to be able to tell more stories and, um, and, uh, you know, I don't want to say like, make it like, I don't, I'm not worried about, um, getting regionally or on the internet famous. That's not the goal. Um, it's just to get paid to get paid enough to justify the time I spend, uh, talking to people and, and telling their story. And, like I'm definitely been learning a lot about cross promoting. So getting on other people's podcasts is a goal of mine mm-hmm. um, and just continue to grow it and, and actually figure out who, if there is an audience for this, like who they are and figure out how to engage with them. And, and I would love to hear from somebody that like, I listened to your episode of the creative truth and that helped me like take the next step towards my creative career my creative pursuit like that would be the ultimate affirmation that it's like a valuable pursuit yeah yeah i've gotten that not a lot because i always stop before i get it while i'm doing it but so anyway my first podcast was a real estate podcast uh the new asian edge and probably i guess when i had to be five years later somebody reached out to me you know and said how you know, how it really helped them and inspire them to keep going. And I thought that was, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, it, it definitely made me feel good about something, you know, that s- somebody actually listened to it and it actually helped somebody. So I, I totally agree. You know, th- that's the one thing I remember. Yeah. Luckily I didn't the, have um, enough listens that, you know, trolls came in and told me a whole bunch of negative stuff, but I did get the, the one positive review. Yeah. Well, the people that listen to podcasts are podcast fans. And if they don't like it, they're not going to commit to spending an hour on it. So they'll just like find the next thing, you know? So I feel like it's a little more constructive of a community than, than YouTube, you know, like the, all the little 12 year olds dropping comments and just being very negative, like that kind of thing. Right. But I was going to say too, that the the posterity of it is pretty cool, a pretty cool factor because I'll actually be listening to a podcast about savannah that was recording you know three or four years ago and it's like scrolling through the names and it's like oh raz misher <laughs> i didn't even one i didn't know this podcast existed yeah. two i didn't know you were a guest and so uh, i listened to you on um oh um oh, it was uh, the savannah morning news difference makers Yes, I listened yeah. to your episode of Difference Makers, and you recorded that back when you were you had just moved to Savannah, and mm-hmm. so it's interesting to hear where you were at then and where you are where where you are at now. Yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, you only had two kids at the time, so yeah. you mentioned that, and um, so you know, Savannah Savannah Business Showcase has transformed into the Razcast, and so and uh, it was like actually, I think it was recorded like a month before we met, so it's like. <sighs> Just a little baby res. It was cool though. It's <laughs> it's cool that 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 lives on in perpetuity, and it, yeah. it's kind of like um, benchmarking your life yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And as I you know change and become more conservative over life, you know, I'll be able to look back at that and be like, wow, look at that little liberal guy there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, just joking. Um, 
so yeah so i think that's it man um yeah i just i just like to do these pot on the go shows short you know so we'll keep it short and sweet you know how can people reach you what's the best way for people to reach you if they want help uh, so you mentioned, uh, tylerittick.com. That's kind of like the catch all. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing on there other than links to all my other websites. And, uh, but I'm on like all social media and you can find the creative truth on every major podcast platform and YouTube as well. That comes out every Tuesday morning. Um, and, uh, yeah, you feel free to connect with me. I'm, I'm here to answer questions if you're, if you know somebody that'd be a good guest on the show or you yourself are a creative professional or need advice, I'm here to help. So yeah, thanks for having me on. Oh man. Yeah. Nah, thanks for doing this. Uh, last minute, you know, I asked you, you no, know, we were going to record it Monday had some technical difficulties and then we're like, yeah, let's do it Friday. Let's do it Thursday. So yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do it live. Let's, <laughs> you know, we're going to, it's going to be better that way. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be easier. It is definitely a lot easier. Yeah, I don't have to go back and edit, Mm -hmm. which is the reason I'm doing a daily show now, but I'm just live streaming it because if I had to record and edit it, it's not going to happen, you know? Yeah. And you can, you can build an audience that way too, because Mm -hmm. people that are watching are watching it like as it happens. And yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, cool, man. Uh, Thank you everybody for watching. Uh, I'm Raz, the owner of pot on the go. If you want, to find a podcast studio near you, you can go to podontogo.com. If you want help with producing or launching a podcast, you can go to, uh, you can send me an email at info at podontogo.com and uh, we'll work something out. So thank you guys for watching and we will talk to you tomorrow.